Nevertheless, it's 20 to 9. He's on the line. All Things Automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. He's on the line, on the couch, with a cup of coffee, but this time I understand you're doing it from Cape Town. No, I don't know how well you're understanding. You're getting your information wrong, Michelle. Oh, <laughs> your, your sources are really no good. It's called, it's called false news. <laughs> it's, it's exactly. Do not believe what you read uh, in the news. No, I'm, I'm, I'm at home. I'm at home sitting, looking outside. It's a, um, it's a beautiful day today. Um, and so, yes, um, um, let's talk some calls. Yes, so we've got lots of questions for you, Nico. We, people are, are, okay. are wanting to ask... So someone says... Um, uh, how many people realize I don't ever know the answers? This is always no, you surprising. Do. <laughs> you do. We love, we love that you get challenged. And it becomes a kind of one for Nico, zero for the listener, one for the listener, oh, the zero around. for Nico. So we like that. Okay, let's see. Let's okay. see. Fire away. So this comes to you. Please, This is actually feedback, Nico. And we want to say thank you so much to Kat for feeding back on this one. So, okay. Nick, so last week, um, I, I asked Nico about my car with the brrr noise accelerating. And it wasn't brrr, bah, it was just brrr. brrr. <laughs> so, Kat says, it's being repaired. It needs a new cam belt, a drive belt, and an alternator. And then she's got an emoji of um, tears weeping out her eyes. And she says, it's so important to pay attention to those odd Brrr noises. Exactly. You should also probably have a little emoji with a, a dollar sign with wings on it flying away. Because <laughs> that's not cheap. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Michelle, I, the thing is, um, um, I, I honestly believe that. I was talking to uh, Monique as well in the week, and we were just discussing, um, um, our, uh, you know, the producer. We are talking about cars and issues with cars. And it was the same discussion. You, a cars... You know, human body, and I thought about it this week, our bodies have the, the ability to heal us, uh, ourselves. So if you get a cut, your body can heal itself. And so in certain instances, your body can heal itself. A car cannot heal itself. A problem does not go away. It either gets worse, um, stays the same, or eventually gets worse. Um, so in the week, I was driving, um, and suddenly the temperature gauge of my car went on that said overheating. There's no, you know, so the, there's no water in the car, or it's going to overheat, which is a scary thing to see. So immediately I stopped. And I checked in the water bottle, the water level was fine. So even though I got a warning, the water level was fine. So I had to drive. So what I decided, okay, I'll drive and watch the temperature. The temperature, because I always know where it is, it never climbed, but the warning was there. So I took it into to, um, to a dealer and they had a look at the car and eventually it just turned out to be a sensor that is an issue. Um, but, you know, you really can't afford to ignore any warnings in cars, uh, or even the sounds that suddenly are strange, because they don't really fix themselves. Okay, so we have got a question for you as follows. Uh, morning, Michelle. It's Andrew Peterson here. A party. Um, sorry. <laughs> greetings to you and greetings to the uh, entire South Africa. Um, I just wanted to ask uh, from Nico there. Uh, basically, what happened was that I took my car in for uh, a service and uh, it was a 90 case. Uh, service and it was just around the corner by the garage uh, the guy was running at he's running quite professionally so he did something and then he came back and said well you know there's uh, quite a number of things uh, that you need to sort out um, one of them uh, I think was the fan belt and uh, 
uh, a few other uh, things. Uh, the sensor definitely, uh, because the engine lights were on. Um, and then I took it to the dealers. Uh, you know, I managed to take it to the dealers after that sort of insight. Uh, and they did uh, 90,000 uh, service. The car came back still without the sensor problem solved. They wanted some additional money for that. I just wanted to check, uh, is that normal? And they wanted 11,000 and uh, somebody else quoted me 3,000. So uh, I'm mainly worried about the differences in, in quotes here as well. Um, can I do it one way or the other? Does it matter if I do it with a 3,000 rands guy? Okay, thank you. Cheers for now. Thanks, Nico. Thanks, Michelle. Okay, it's a bit of an essay, okay. Nico, but the, like 3,000 yes. rand, 11,000 rand. Let's, let's... Okay, was the one with the manufacturer and the one was with the private person? Yeah. No, no that's it. I had a similar thing. It's actually not that easy, Michelle, if I'm honest, um, because you always want to say, let's go for the 3,000 one because, you know, that suits my pocket better. Um, uh, it can be that the chip manufactures the parts can be quite expensive and you might have somebody, uh, let's say, let's look at pros and cons of each. So if you look at a, at, a, at, a, at a guy that's not from the manufacturer, the manufacturer might have certain rules that say, you've got to do this and this and this. And somebody else says, well, we believe it might not be necessary, so we can do it cheaper. Um, and uh, we might be able, maybe they get the parts cheaper somewhere. That could be the positive where you're paying less. If you go to a manufacturer, that uh, the benefit at least is you have some recourse. You can go back if there's an issue um, and the manufacturer cannot be, you know, the dealership can be liable. Or you can even then go over the head and go to the manufacturer itself. Um, so I don't always know, um, you know, there's pros and cons to each. At, at a manufacturer, you're going to pay more, but at least you know that they're using their parts and you can always go back and you can even claim um, um, from them, as I said, or speak to their head office. The benefit of somebody that, does that um, uh, on their own or uh, a small independent person might be that the cost is cheaper and they, um, you know, they, uh, the story I had was a different one, but it was a car that the catalytic converter actually uh, is quite expensive to replace and the person um, doesn't have the money and the dealership still sits with the car and they said, well, somebody else can actually take out the catalytic converter, but the problem is that the car, first of all, there's now lots more pollution into the environment and the second thing is that um, the car actually um, will know it's not there, so it won't function properly. So um, if you just take it out, the car is actually not going to perform like it should. So, so um, you also then that's it. So the thing is, you've got to fix the car, and I honestly, um, you've got to make that decision. If you're paying more, the manufacturer at least you can go back if there are issues, or you can go to. Uh, so you can push that further with the manufacturer, but the cost is more than with somebody that's independent. Um, but you've got to then say, if they're independent, how, what is their name like? What is the you know, do you know them? And have you, as they serviced your car before, can you trust them? That's yeah. sort of the balance. But I actually don't know the answer because it is a difficult one, if I'm honest. So John in Katlohong says, I'd like to know how much is the asking price for the newly released iconic, John, <laughs> yeah. you fantastic, wants the asking price for the newly released yeah. iconic, traffic-stopping, eye-popping Jeep Commander. The Jeep Commander? Yo, I, I, um, that's a difficult one. Um, I mean, uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll go to a break. Wait, wait, no, wait. We'll go to a break. Nico, and listen come to back. me. That's what I was yes. going to say to you. We'll go to a yes. break, and when we come back, you can come, you. give us the answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Michelle Constant on SAFM. We're talking to our favorite person in the world, Nika, our petrol head, saying, and uh, John has sent us, uh, John from Katlohong sent us this question saying, it sounds to me like John's already bought it. John's saying, I'd, well, like, the thing to, is, I'd like to know yeah? how okay. much is the asking price for the newly released iconic traffic stopping, eye popping Jeep Commander? Well, it's a beautiful message, but I don't know that Jeep's launched a Jeep Commander, so I'm not sure, um, and that's what baffled me, because um, it's not being sold by Jeep currently, so you can either get a, Jan- a Grand Cherokee, a Renegade, or a Wrangler. Um, if you're looking for a Jeep Commander, you've got to look for, for second-hand ones. Um, oh. um, yeah, so there's no new ones. I can't find, yeah, it's like, maybe there was something I missed, that's why I was sort of in a, in a <laughs> bold over so you can go on to, I just quickly went to Autotrader and you can find one that's a 2006 model with 202,000 Ks for 129,000. Um, there's an, um, one for two, uh, two, this one's better, 2007 for 89,000. So, um, so yes, um, there's not a new one. So um, as far as I know, it's not a new one that's launched. So you probably have to look for a second-hand one. And then, well, the difficult thing is 2006 models, um, yeah, they're a little bit older. So uh, make sure that the car has a good service history um, and uh, it's not been involved with an accident. So you can always get, uh, uh, let's say, a DECRA report on the car that will tell you um, what the condition of the car is. So, Nico, um, Bob in Volcom wants to know, is there an extension on our license disc? Yes, I heard, um, uh, Michelle, what, um, I'm not sure how long, but definitely there's an extension on if your license is expired and you're driving around without one. I'm not sure until when, but definitely I saw that in the news. I don't know, maybe you know that, that as well. There is an extension, but I'm not sure when. But I, I would just say get it done. That's my opinion. Yeah. Um, even if you have an extension. and I, 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 It's a painful thing, Michelle. You know, all of us have to go through that, and really it's like, I sometimes wonder if it's easier to go to a dentist than get a root canal. Um, <laughs> that's, more, that's more fun. So, <laughs> so that's really not a, a nice thing to go through, so good luck. Okay. I looked at mine the other day, mine, mine is 2024, so I have a bit of a gap. Okay, well, that's good. To, I must actually go and check mine as well. In you fact, see, that, now all of us, I think there's a lot, a lot of people. Let me go check mine as well and just see. Okay. Anyway. All right. Nico, um, we've got another voice message for you. Morning, morning, morning. Uh, I hope you guys are good in the studio. I need a quick advice. I have two vehicles. One is paid up. Uh, is at 110,000 kilometers, uh, still in very good condition. It never missed a service. But now that is paid up, I don't know what to do with it. Like, I just pack it because I'm driving the one that I'm still paying. Uh, the one that uh, is paid up, it's a buggy. It's a 2014 Chef Utility 1.4 Spot. So what what should I do with this car? Really, I don't I don't know. I mean, like, I'll listen over that. I do. Thank you. What should he do with the car, Nico? <laughs> well, so the one a car and the one a bucky, Michelle. Am I understanding this correctly? Mm, yeah. Well, you're the best car is a paid up car, um, definitely. Um, but I don't know what the other car is. So if you're driving, I don't know. It's, it's not easy. If you if you a bucky is a nice thing when you need it. Um, but if you're not using it all the time, you know, it doesn't really matter until you want to move away, throw away some things, you know, that you've worked in the garden, you know, like whatever. Then you can use a bucket, but for the most of the time you don't use it. But it could also be that you 
you sell it because it's not been driven and then you realize, hang on, I actually need it now and then. Um, what I would suggest is whatever your decision is, um, is don't, don't drive both. Don't let that bucket just stand and never drive it. So if you're going to keep it, I would suggest you drive it at least once a week. So um, or at least every two weeks. So that things just move and lubricate and cars just, you know, uh, everything has to turn nicely for the car to work and the battery doesn't run flat and all those things. Um, so uh, I don't know what you, what, you, what you should do. It's not easy. Um, I, think you should, but if I co- think you should donate the bucky or give it hmm? at a very, very, because it's paid off, or give it at no. a very good price to a not-for-profit organization for children. There you go. That's what you should do. Okay. Uh, that's a much better advice than mine. And if you do that, we'll give you lots of publicity. We'll give the organization publicity. We'll promote you for doing such a good, kind deed, especially if it's paid that's off. A, or give it a, at a low, that's low a great price. idea. That's so, a great idea. Okay. Okay, there we go. That wasn't such a hard answer. Huh? No. Maybe okay. I'm making you explicit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got uh, another voice message for you. <laughs> morning, Michelle. Uh, loving the show this morning. I just got a question I'd like to pose to uh, our car-loving uh, team. You know, um, I, I try to make contact with Ford South Africa about the possibility of getting the Ford Bronco and what are the chances of it coming to South Africa. And it, it would appear that they're very adamant on just doing one specific brand of off-road vehicle, like the Ranger. That's it. That's all they do. You know, it's either the, either the Everest or, or the Ranger. Uh, neither are, to me, very appealing vehicles. Um, I'd much rather try to get the new Ford Bronco. So, yeah, and, yeah the, the argument with them is they always try to be very diplomatic by saying, just watch off you know, media pages and we'll inform you. But a simple yes or no is the easiest way to answer. I just wish Ford South Africa would wake up. What do you want to respond to that? Well, the Bronco, first of all, the Bronco is such a cool car. Um, I would agree. The Bronco is a fabulous car, uh, first of all. So if you want to get a Bronco, I, yes. Um, I, I think with a, maybe the diplomatic answer, and I don't know if I'm going to understand diplomatic now, but the manufacturers would do a lot of research to say, uh, is, there, is there another stream of income for us? And how would we do well in this? Um, because if you bring in the Bronco, then you have to have sales support. You've got to market it. The dealerships all they need special tools to service it, um, that vehicle. So normally what the manufacturers do is they do um, quite a lot of research to say, would that car come in um, and would it be successful for us? So that could be one, one factor that um, um, they think maybe that won't sell enough because it is a little bit of a niche car. And it's like a, um, think of like a, um, like a, um, a Jeep Wrangler. So they might not sell a huge amount. So the, the, the cost of bringing it in and marketing it versus the amount of cars that sell, and then maybe it will sell well in the first year, but by year three, it isn't selling well. And the last thing you want to do is bring a car in and then it doesn't sell. And it's not that the Bronco isn't great, but it is a bit of a niche car. Um, mm. And maybe, um, so, so that could be the reason. They definitely, the manufacturers, if they can make more money and sell more cars and different ones, they would do it. But it is actually normally quite a big exercise to see what are all the pros and cons how long would that car, because it would probably then have to sell for six years, how well would it sell after four years? How many people would actually buy it versus what most South Africans buy? It's a little bit unimaginative. We all just buy buckies. So that, I think, is, is why they balance it out. And it might be that they're looking at it or they say, let's consider it again in two years. And sometimes that could be as well why they have this very diplomatic answer to say, you know what, we're considering it and we're looking into it. Um, 
or, or it might just be a no, but it, it, I've seen as well with manufacturers, sometimes their minds change or the situation change and they decide to bring in a car. But okay. I think it's not... I think, yes. you've nailed, I think you've nailed it. You don't have to go further with that because I've got a couple okay. of other things I need to get through in the next two Absolutely. minutes. Just uh, to let you know that uh, Lee and George says that it is the 31st of March 2022 that has been extended. And someone says, I love Thank my you. Kia, oh, this is Noah in Cape Town, saying, I love my Kia Serato 2013 1.66 speed sedan, but it's old, it's over 300,000 kilometers. The Serato that came after this did not impress me because it just looked like the Rio with an increased size. However, I just saw the new GT Serato that's coming, and it's a beauty. Nico, please can you uh, test drive it and give us a review? Okay, let me see if I can phone Kia and get a Kia Serata, and then we can test it. Okay, because I haven't driven one yet, so um, I'll see if I can do that. Okay, brilliant, because Noah will be very happy. Fred wants to know, can one change the timing belt on a Nissan NP200 without the cam locking tool? The water pump also has to be changed too, but it's an expensive bucky on maintenance. It has a renewal. No, no, I'm not, I don't know. No idea. Next Okay. Yeah, the thing is, that sometimes you need special tools to to, to change it, and uh, with that's the department where, uh, if you look at the bell curve, it's out of my range of knowledge. I don't know if you need a tool or not. It could be, but next okay. question. Sorry. <laughs> then, um, someone, Mike, says the Jeep has revived the commander name for a new long wheelbase Meridian, which was launched in Brazil in August. That's interesting. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. It could be that, remember as well, it could be that they launch a certain model in Brazil that they don't have in other countries as well. Yeah. It sometimes happens that South America gets its own cars that other countries don't. Fantastic. Nico, we've got to get out of here. It's nine o'clock. Okay. It's time for the news.